Hey, thank you once again for joining. I'm excited to introduce to you the new book of Philippians, one of the New Testament books written by Paul the Apostle, one of four epistles written from prison, the uncomfortable place. Paul was in chains for the gospel of Christ. Paul is encouraging believers in the church of Philippi, as well as leaders. He encourages them to keep the faith. He encouraged them in the faith and all of God's people. I pray it is a blessing to you. Philippians chapter 4, continuation of the epistle that Paul has written to the church at Philippi from prison, from the uncomfortable place. He is constantly encouraging the body, the church, to continue to persevere through trials, forgetting what is behind, looking forward to that which is ahead. As we step into the next chapter, I will be reading from New International Version Bible, and you're welcome to follow along with me with a Bible version of your choice. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. What does it mean to stay firm or to stand firm in the Lord? It is to stand unbothered by what goes on around us. If we are going through persecution, if we are going through trials, if we are going through fires, let us remember to have that solid foundation in the Lord. When we stand firm in the Lord, nothing around us can shake us. Nothing around us can move us. I plead with Uria and I plead with Sanesh to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. These are women, the apostles, who also build up and encourage. Those are women who also co-labor alongside with Christ. But they are not of one mind and one accord. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. He continues to encourage the church to delight in the Lord always. To be glad in the Lord always. To find satisfaction and pleasure in the Lord at all times. No matter what the situation looks like, no matter what the circumstance looks like, to continue to be glad in the Lord. He also goes on to say, let your gentleness be evident to all. And that is one of the fruits of the spirit. It is the quality of being kind and gentle, compassionate and loving, tender hearted. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. How many times have we have heard this scripture before? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. We can quote this scripture. 
we can quote quote it so well but do we actually apply what we read do we actually put it into practice do we actually put these words into practice we ought to put them in practice not to just quote them as pretty words or memorize them just to memorize them no we ought to put them into practice we are not to be anxious about anything no matter what the situation circumstance looks like in every situation and circumstance by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present our request to god and then when we do so the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard us in our hearts and minds These are one of my favorite scriptures right here. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. In other words, Paul is saying, be positive. Think on the positive things. Do not focus on the negative things, but rather fo focus on that which is right, with that, is, that which is pure, that which is lovely, that, is, that which is admirable, that which is excellent. Think about those things. Meditate upon those things. Meditate upon the positive things, not the negative. And as I have mentioned before, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the peace of God will be with you. Don't just talk about it. Don't just quote it. But put it into practice. Follow my example. Paul says, follow my example. Do as I do. And the peace of God will be with you. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have to plan... It, I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every, in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. He says, I have learned to be content. I have learned to be happy. I have learned to, to stay satisfied. No matter if I am fed or I am hungry, though I, if I live in plenty or in need, God is my fortress in whom I trust. God is my fortress and my refuge, my God in whom I trust. He goes on to say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. We can quote the scripture very well, but do we apply that scripture into practice? Do we apply that scripture into practice? But it, because it's so important to not just quote scriptures and not to just read scriptures, but to apply these principles to our lives. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. 
Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out for Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied. Not that I have received from Ephroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable service pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. He concludes this thought. Be content. Whatever situation or circumstance that you face, be content in every situation and circumstance. I have received full payment and I have more than enough. Thank you for being a generous church. This is what he's saying to Philippians, to the church at Philippi. Thank you for being a generous church. Thank you for giving. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. The brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. All God's people here send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you and your spirit. Amen. And so Paul finishes his letter to the church at Philippi. I pray this has been a blessing to you. I pray this epistle that Paul wrote to the church at Philippi touches you, ignites you into practice. That it ignites you to be encouraged and to continue to keep the faith. To stay faithful and steadfast in all you're doing. To be content in every situation and circumstance by bringing your requests unto God. There's much to learn from this chapter. And I pray that you go back to it and read it over and over again because it is such a blessing. And continue to put it into practice. Continue to do as Paul does. And be blessed as a result. Thank you once again for joining. And this concludes, con this concludes our chapter on the book of Philippians. God bless and take care.